0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode three, season three of our first podcast of 2023. All the threes. Hi Meg. Hi Emma. Today we're going to be talking all about Children's Mental Health Awareness Week, which is the 6th to the 12th of February. It's Place to Be's Children's Mental Health Awareness Week and the theme this year is Let's Connect. We're going to be giving lots of really helpful details of different organisations that are available to help children, young people with the mental health, but also to help parents in those moments of crisis or times of worry as well. And there'll be lots of information shared, so grab a pen. We're going to start by playing an advert from place to be about the Children's Mental Health Awareness Week 2023 and the current topic. Children's Mental Health Week 2023 will take place from the 6th to the 12th of February. Whether you're a school,
1: part of a youth group or other organisation, or an individual with an interest in promoting mental well-being, we'd love you to join in. This year's theme is Let's Connect. Human beings thrive in communities, and this connection is vital for our well-being and our survival. When we have healthy connections to family, friends, and others, this can support our mental health and our sense of well-being.
0: And when our need for rewarding social connections is not met, we can sometimes feel isolated and lonely, which can have a negative impact on our mental health. For Children's Mental Health Week 2023, we're encouraging people to connect with others in healthy, rewarding, and meaningful ways.
1: We can connect with others in person or online. We can connect with our family or friends or make connections with others by joining a choir or sports team.
0: Or we can find ways to connect with our wider community through volunteering and acts of kindness. Let's
1: Connect is about making meaningful connections for all during Children's Mental Health Week and beyond.
0: We hope you'll join us. Goodbye. So I think it's a really good topic actually this year for Mental Health Awareness Week because I know that we really struggle sometimes to find various different groups and things that children, young people can or want to access, um, especially when they're struggling with the mental health. And I think there's a lot of different groups and it depends on the child or young person's interest really. And I know we sort of you have your default, don't you? Your, your police cadets and your army cadets and there's football teams and... I mean, there's not really many netball teams around anymore. There used to be when I was a kid. There's not any youth clubs anymore, really. There's the odd few dotted around. um, But also, there's a bit of a stigma around youth clubs now because people see that as not somewhere they want to send their children as much anymore. I think where it talks about connection and what you've just said
2: there about that loss of those groups that has had an impact on our young people not being able to go to those youth groups you know a lot of young people that we work with struggle in school but school is not the only place in place you can get that connection you can look outside of that but what like you said the typical ones that are available that are run don't necessarily suit our young people and it's just about looking at them as an individual and what suits them so a lot of the resources and support services we're going to tell you about shortly you know for example some of that is an online Um, indirect conversation or the young person might prefer for it to be over text or you know we've tried to give a variety because we understand that what suits one doesn't suit another Um, and also it's about actually a lot of people tend to go into crisis and feel really low in the evenings Um, and that's generally where there's less support available Um, but the importance of connection I think cannot be underestimated really And, you know, it's connecting with support services at the points of crisis. But even more than that, the focus needs to be on connecting with people who, when you're struggling, you've got someone to speak to as a parent carer. uh, And also for for the young
0: person or the child that you're caring for or working with. Isn't it sad that there's so many different organisations and charities up to help children in crisis with suicidal ideation who are struggling with self-harm, because none of those things exist anymore like the youth groups. I mean, when we were younger, we used to go to youth clubs. It was just part of your actual timetable, you know, Friday youth club, you'd meet up, there'd be a lovely place in the park, you'd meet all your friends. I mean, I have some good memories. I suppose it depends on where you where you live, but you know, we the area I grew up on wasn't the best um of the best, but it was the best time and the kids that we used to hang around with, and everybody used to play in the park and play around us, there's just none of that anymore. But rather than the focus being on creating more of that, there's more support services to support when it gets to crisis point. And I just think it's really sad that that's where we are in the world. Um, I know that we're in conversations with lots of organisations about trying to get things like this off the ground, but then engagement's really difficult because we're dealing with a whole different generation of young people where they being brought up in a world of technology where human interaction is not usual. You know, interaction online is, is more comfortable for them because it's almost, you know, ingrained in them now that that's how you communicate with your friends online as opposed to face-to-face which is knocking the confidence a lot of the time as well on the face-to-face that's interactions. True. And to take off
2: the back of the national pandemic you know those skills are lost or not or not practiced or not fully developed in the first place really. Well,
0: we're going to give you some details now that will hopefully help especially if you've got a young person that you're worried about or if you are a child or young person and you're feeling like you have nowhere to turn to or you don't have any friends that you could talk to it about or any Um, grown-ups that you want to talk to it about there's some really really amazing charities out there that are just doing some fantastic work and what I really do like about some of these Meg is they really are adapting to the younger generation you know there's text services chat facilities you can do it confidentially you don't have to say your name you can talk over your phone on on messaging rather than having to have an actual conversation they really are adapting to what the needs of these young people are and actually i think it's fantastic that this has moved along in such an amazing way you're right and the thing with it is that it's kind of at odds with
2: anything else that exists so if we think about so mental health i think most people children's mental health and young people most people would think well cams cams is the place that, that i go to for that support
0: but cams yeah. wouldn't have a tech service or an online chat facility or, to no, get the support or therapist to just give immediate interaction that's it and because they're so overrun. Th- they're yeah. not even
2: able to offer home visits no. in most local authorities to be able to build that relationship for a young person to go well actually i do trust you yeah. enough to be able to open up to you so
0: it is interesting as much that as that they're trying to do amazing out. work it's just the working within the resources that they've got which is coming from the top again which is a running theme through all our podcasts you know we, there's, there's difficulties in schools the difficulties in local authorities there's difficulties in social care residential cams but again all of that is coming from the top and what's being invested and and the time and energy and money being spent in the wrong areas in a a lot of the cases across the country in in respect of this current government and it's just really disappointing. Um, However, like we say, as a result of that disappointment, there are amazing organisations who are coming together to create what's missing in this system that was there over a decade ago that no longer exists we're going to give you some of that information now. So, one charity that I follow regularly—I look at the posts every day. I really love what they do. I love the way they present it. The information that they put out there is Young Minds, and I would encourage anybody to just go on their socials. They've got a Twitter, they've got a Facebook, they've got LinkedIn, and they've also got Instagram. Um, and it's just fantastic messaging as well. And there's a lot of positivity on there, and a lot of really helpful strategies. Um, that people can follow even if you just follow them on social media. I mean I've learned a lot from some of the things that they've shared as well and think it's really good. They have a parent's mental health helpline as well and a web chat where they are concerned or worried about their child's mental health up to the age of 25 and you can call them for advice and guidance between Monday and Friday between nine thirty and 4 and the number to call them is 0808 802 and if the worries are extensive they will also arrange for a free 50-minute telephone consultation and um, where you are worried about suicidal ideation or mental health for your child or young person that you're caring for so that's something to look at there's also Papyrus, which is a children's helpline for anybody up to the age of 35 who is experiencing suicidal ideation or anybody who is concerned about somebody that is experiencing suicidal ideation. And their number is 0800 068 4141. And um, we've got some more, but I'm also just going to talk through some statistics really just to give an insight. Um, and educate a few people just in respect of of why there's a children's mental health week because I mean it's absolutely devastating that we're having to have a children's mental health week in the first place but it's amazing to create awareness but some of these um, statistics are just so upsetting Um one in six children young people have a diagnosable mental health problem and many continue to have those problems into adulthood And 50% of those with lifetime mental health problems first experience symptoms by the age of 14. And what's really worrying and something that we see quite a lot is also demonstrates the lack of understanding across mainstream schools particularly one in 10 boys aged 5 to 19 with a mental health condition are excluded in some form from school so rather than us supporting these children young people or adapting our system to meet the needs of everybody we're excluding these kids instead which just really angers me to be honest with you um if you have a look on place to be.org.uk There's lots of really helpful resources and information. There's lots of information about what they do on there, lots of feedback from children and young people. Um, Also, if you want to make a donation to them to do more amazing work, you can do that on there as well. Another very good organisation that we'd like to
2: tell you about is one called KOOTH, which is spelled K-O-O-T-H. Again, that is a specific service for children and young people who are struggling with mental health. Um, they've got a brilliant website it's just cooth.com, lots of articles discussion boards you can chat with the team there if you're in, in need of urgent advice or support and there's also a da- daily journal and um, where you're able to sort of track your moods how you're feeling look that's really helpful in terms of understanding what might have happened in your day to get to that point whether there's any triggers um, it's really really helpful And we think it's definitely worth having a look at that website as well.
1: Welcome to KOOF, a free, safe and anonymous place for young people to find online support and counselling. There's a bunch of features and tools to support you if you're looking for advice or simply aren't feeling your best. KOOF Magazine, a place full of opinions, creative pieces and personal experiences written by young people. Express yourself and help others along the way. Try writing a short story, an informative article or write about your own interests and experiences. You'd be surprised how good it can feel to contribute, and you'll be helping others too. COOF Discussion Boards Here you can start or join a conversation on all sorts of things, from anxiety and relationship advice to tips for relaxing after a stressful day. COOF Goals This useful tool can help you set smart personal goals and track the progress you make towards achieving them. COOF Journal Like a personal diary, your COOF journal will help you track how your mood changes as a result of things that happen throughout the week. This can help you identify behaviours or events that tend to make you feel good, as well as those that make you feel less positive. And COOF chat and Messenger, for when you want to talk to COOF's friendly online team about anything that might be bothering you. At COOF, there's always somebody who will listen and understand.
0: Some other really useful places to look at is um, Shout UK are a 24 hour text service where you can get immediate help via their website or via text. And the website is giveusashout.org and you can get immediate help by texting 85258 and you don't even need credit to text them and they will come back to you straight away with some support and guidance. And that's if you don't wanna speak to somebody over the phone. You've also got Childline um, 0800 1111. Obviously a lot of people think Childline isn't not necessarily just mental health or mental health at all, but actually they do support children, young people that are struggling with their mental health. And um, you can actually speak to Childline anonymously as well. So that's another one for you. for parents and carers there is a Facebook group called Not Finding School and um, Family Supports for School Attendance Difficulties and as we all know and we've talked about it a lot on this podcast a lot of the children who struggle with their mental health are struggling to attend and engage with school for a variety of reasons and actually sometimes as a result of school and the environment um, and it potentially not meeting the needs if it's not the right place for them to be attending. It's really worth going and joining that group if you are a parent of a child or young person that is having some difficulties. I have been a member of this group for a long time and it's absolutely amazing just to be in a place that is a confidential space, it's a closed group, it's moderated amazingly well by the admins and just to have others who are going through similar difficulties and when you're having a bad day you can post and honestly the response is just phenomenal I accessed this recently I've been part of the group for a long time and commented you know quite a bit on other people's posts as and when um, I felt I can offer some support but never actually posted myself and actually I was having a really tricky week and really worried about my own child and I put a post up and the support was so phenomenal and just helped me feel better about myself and what I was doing, the decisions I was making and also gave me some amazing advice in those comments um, of things I'd not thought of either and just you know even working in, in this world just having that additional support, you know, more brains are better than one. And actually some people had it when you can't see the wood for the trees, sometimes it's just really helpful to bounce off others who have been in similar positions. And and it's just so lovely and such a lovely space. They've also just um, posted about a book, um, which has been released by um, a couple of the admins of that group who do amazing work. And they're called square peg and the square pegs book is available to pre-order now it's been completely written collaboratively with children and young people that have struggled with school um, which is just fantastic there's so many amazing advice and guidance from the children and young people themselves of what would help them in those situations um, i'd really recommend it's called inclusivity compassion and fitting in It's a guide for schools, so it's worth you pointing it in school's direction. But I've actually ordered it for myself as well. Um, So you can pre-order it on Amazon if you just search for the book title. So it's Square Pegs, Inclusivity, Compassion and Fitting in a Guide for Schools. I just put that in the subject line in Amazon and it came up. It's actually number one in the best-selling books on Amazon already and it's only available for pre-order. It
2: says everything that, doesn't it,
0: it really does Um, i think the point that
2: you've made as well before and i think because it is a safe space and sometimes other people don't have the answers they don't have a magic wand to go here's this solution to what you're struggling with as a family and there's a quick fix but sometimes just knowing that other people are in the same boat and get it and like you said when you're the one that's in crisis and going i've had the worst day ever and i dealt with it this way and did do the right thing and in that moment Maybe not, but actually to be told, that's fine, you can't get it right every day, it is really difficult, and the next day to know that you're the one that's giving someone else advice, that helps with your connection and feeling less isolated, so... Um, I just think we can't underestimate the importance of support for parent carers as well. You know, and lots of people, and you'll speak to local authorities and they'll direct you to the local offer. Some some local authorities have great local offer websites and it actually is quite straightforward. You can understand what support's available in, in your area for what. Unfortunately, some of them can be out outdated. Um, more, we, difficult more difficult to navigate. To mm. navigate, if you know particular people with accessibility issues, where well, the website itself is not inclusive. Um, I think one of the things that we would always say is have a look on Facebook. There are so many groups that are run by amazing parent carers. They are amazing sources of knowledge. You know, you go. I've, I'll go on a local offer page and I'll try and find some information out for a parent um can't tell from the website what's actually available in real terms or you know it's not reviews on on how good or accessible services are you then find the local parent carer um facebook group that is often where you find the actual advice that you need, that you're looking for. Who knows how to approach this school or I'm trying to access that. Has anyone got any tips? Or you are you there any activities in the local area for young people
0: at this age that struggle exactly. with these difficulties?
2: Michael's got these interests and I'd really like to find... And then someone else will go, well, oh, I found about this group
0: there or whatever. And for those that don't know what the lo- local offer is, so there's a local offer in every single local authority... Um, some of them do name it something differently now and I think they're trying to really kind of um, revitalise that whole um, offer but there should be a website in every local authority that basically details everything for children who have um, additional needs and what is available as support services, as groups, um, a variety of different charities and local office for that cohort if you just google local offer and your locality it should come up pretty high on google um and it's worth having a look on there i mean again it really does depend on the locality that you live in but it's worth having a look But like Meg was saying, what we have found in a lot of our parents and parent carers that we support is that Facebook is probably the biggest source of information, there's a variety of groups. You can actually search in Facebook now like you would a search engine. I figured this out very recently and it's really helpful. If you just put a word in the search bar, and then it gives you the option, look, are you looking for a person, pages, groups, and you can select or posts and you can just navigate it quite easily. And actually loads of things come up. So if you were to search mental health support for children, you would probably find some groups that maybe are even called that. And um, you could even put your lo- local area and you can, there's a little three bar tab on the right hand side and if you click that you can actually limit your search to certain areas and things like that which is really good it's worth giving that a try you can also you know put things in um like local groups um for 14 year olds or something along those lines or SEN support for parents if you put that in loads come up there's so many they're all absolutely brilliant local parents in local areas trying to help other parents in a peer supportive way in order to know what's available and get that word out there. And it's almost like a local advertising network. It's absolutely brilliant. So we definitely recommend that. One of the things that's coming up, I mean, we've got a lot of really positive plans coming up over the course of 2023, and we've collaborated with a number of different national organisations around centralizing some of this and making it really positive for parent carers children and young people and um, and more information will be re- released on that in the coming months so please do keep an eye on our website which is greatmindtogether.co.uk and we should hopefully be able to release more information on that soon but you know if it's our life's work we've said we're going to make a difference to this system and you know one step at a time but we're literally making waves and I'm really proud of what we're achieving and the other organizations that we're working with so if you do want to be involved in anything that we're doing please get in touch and um, we've got a variety of volunteer roles available but we've also got a number of paid roles available we absolutely embrace and welcome and advocate for people with lived experience to work with great minds together and um, over 80 percent of our team are people with lived experience and we now employ more than 200 people so we're really proud of that statistic and um, so please do get in touch via our website there is a work with us tab and a form that you can fill in but in the meantime we hope that this has been helpful. We have tried our absolute best to stay off our soapbox as much as possible, although not always successful during this I podcast. We, we've yeah, done well. We've done well. Um, but we wanted it to be really informative, really in line with Children's Mental Health Awareness Week and everybody that's currently supporting children, young people um, with mental health difficulties, whether you're a parent, carer or an organisation, you are doing amazing. Even when you don't think you are, you are. And you're also not alone. Exactly. We will see you all next time. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening and we really hope you enjoyed this episode. We'd really love for you to get involved and you can do so via our Facebook or Instagram pages at Great Minds Together or Twitter at Great Minds Manchester, which is MCR, and also via our website, www.greatmindstogether.co.uk. We really hope you have a lovely week.